0: Well, everyone, welcome back to season two of Salutations from Singapore. For those who missed our first season, Ale and I were in lockdown in Singapore for about 10 weeks, and every week we recorded an episode about various facets of life in Singapore. For season two, which I can fairly confidently say we're both excited about, is we're now able to mingle go out and about in Singapore. So this season is actually going to be a lot more of exploration and deep dives out in the great wide world of Singapore.
1: Thank you, Stacy. And exactly as you mentioned, we're gonna to try to head up to the places, get the experience and report a bit on it. Of course, with safe distancing and wearing masks whenever necessary.
0: Safety first, because we definitely do not wanna go back into lockdown.
1: Yes, or get a fine.
0: That too which is pretty hefty in Singapore. You can get fined up to $10,000 and get up to six months of jail time. So Ali and I are very cautious, which was a little bit tricky for today's episode because today is all about bubble tea. And so trying to drink that with the mask was a little bit challenging.
1: Luckily, we have the straws that are quite, let's say, have a good girth. And it's enough <laughs> to to have the tapioca balls go through it. So for maybe for the ones who don't know, uh, Stacy, can you explain what is bubble tea?
0: Sure. So bubble tea is a very broad name that refers to a bunch of different refreshing hot or cold drinks that are a mix of tea, but also fruit flavored beverages and juices that typically come with varying levels of sugar and then different toppings. And the toppings can be anything from tapioca balls, or as they're colloquially referred to as pearls, to things like grass jelly, which is made from a starchy plant. And so you—it it is a very diverse experience, depending on what type of drink you want to get and which topping you want to get.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say it's extremely popular here in Singapore, but I don't think it's for everyone. The tapioca balls make it an intense experience for the ones who are not used to it.
0: Yes, it really is a uh, feat in multitasking, because typically when you're drinking, you're just gulping down the liquid, but sometimes when you slurp up one of those tapioca balls, you can actually accidentally swallow it and go into a choking fit, so it is a very conscientious effort that you need in order to consume these tapioca balls or as i grew up calling them boba which i didn't realize was actually a chinese slang for women's breasts so when i would go around saying i love boba i love boba it was probably interesting to a lot of people who could speak chinese but (laughs) it was very commonly known that well, at least I hope it was commonly known that I was referring to the tapioca balls in my drink, not women's breasts.
1: I'm a bit curious about that. Like, it's not the first thing that comes to mind when you see a plastic glass full of tea and a bunch of chewy tapioca balls bouncing around. It's not the thing that comes to mind. But interesting choice, I guess. It originally, it's from Taiwan, I believe.
0: I don't know the origin of bubble tea, Ollie, but that does make sense because I grew up in Los Angeles County in a neighborhood where there was a large Taiwanese American population. And it was basically the pastime of teenagers in who attended Arcadia High School. We were Pretty good kids, goody-two-shoes. We weren't sneaking alcoholic beverages in our parents' house. We would actually go out to these bubble tea shops and just stay way late at these cafes drinking bubble tea or boba, as we referred to it.
1: Okay, that's super interesting because I can I can think of the first time I had this. and It wasn't in Singapore, actually. It was in Argentina. So all the way back in around 2004, my sister took me to the Chinatown, essentially. It's called Barrio Chino, which is... Literally Chinese neighborhood. And the particularity of this neighborhood is that it's not only people from China, actually. It's mainly people from Taiwan and mainland Chinese immigrants that settle here. And I think that's how it came to be that there was some bubble tea. And I remember it was red tea with pearls. And it wasn't sweet. It wasn't flavorful or anything like the stuff you can find here in Singapore today. It's more like the conservative version of it. Just like red tea and the pearls and nothing else. And I found it... I, super interesting experience, but I never had it again until I came to Singapore in 2007.
0: And in Singapore, bubble tea is also a phenomenon. I I think people probably consume more bubble tea than water here. That's just an estimation. I have no stats to back that up whatsoever, but I knew that there was a huge bubble tea craze or it was most evident during the coronavirus lockdown because bubble tea shops were not considered restaurants or essential services. So the country went crazy when they found out that they wouldn't be able to get their bubble tea fix. People were super upset the day before the lockdown. Everyone was just trying to buy as much as they could to get that last sip of their delicious tea. And I think everyone has their own preference because as as we mentioned, bubble tea is such a wide variety of drinks. The one that Ali and I tried today is a specialty tea known for their frothy, cheesy, foam on the top. So while it sounds like a strange description, it's actually quite delightful. It's more of a cream than like the mozzarella cheese topping that you get on your pizza. So I use this to illustrate the wide variety as well as the absolute craze and intense love for bubble tea in Singapore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And actually that's what led us to go and having a small adventure here And first thing we did, of course, was like, okay, bubble tea in Singapore, which one we should go for? There's so many. I Actually, I tend to favor certain brands, but we want to try something a bit different. And also, we didn't want to commute a lot. So we decided to meet halfway between our places. And we started to just use Google Maps, you know, and find potential location for this. So interestingly, Stacy found one such location in Red Hill MRT
0: as Ali mentioned, because now that we have to commute places, we did meet halfway. Red Hill, MRT is just a subway station. And I think what surprises a lot of Westerners is how popular and packed these subway stations are with different food and beverage stalls. So you never even really have to leave the metro station and you can be fully satiated and hydrated. But we picked this one because of the interesting experience that we anticipated. We saw on the Google reviews that out of 30 some odd reviews, there were only five star reviews and only one star reviews. So clearly this shop was very polarizing to its customers. So Ollie and I said, we have to try it. And we don't know whether we're going to get a five star experience or a one star experience. But if you come along with us, dear listeners, you'll listen to our experience as we trekked all the way out to the bubble tea shop at the Redhill MRT. All right, just got off the MRT. There's a lot of great stalls here too, Ollie, for food and drink. So we're excited for our experience. I'm going to guess we're going to get a one-star experience. But so maybe that's just because I'm cynical about certain food and beverage places in Singapore. All right, Ollie. so should we go check it out? Let's get ready for our one-star or five-star experience.
1: Okay, so I'm just recording right now because something happened. I need to document this.
0: Wait, my drink has no bubbles. It's bubble tea. Why are there no bubbles in it?
1: Okay, so it turns out there's a variety of offerings. What? Some are without. It's just drinking tea. I guess you're drinking tea. Is it hot or cold? Tea
0: with cheese. Oh. It's cold. I was right. This is a
1: one-star experience. No. Okay, mine is, I got the boba brown sugar and healthy one with bubbles. Sorry, with pearls, not bubbles. That's bubbles. the thing. No, no, no. It's bubble tea, but this is called pearls. Oh, the tapioca balls are called pearls? Yes.
0: What? Why is it called bubble tea then? They're bubbles.
1: That's a great question. I don't know. All right, Ali, we need to do some
0: research. This is a very confusing, very off experience. I mean, I guess I can't get too mad because I didn't explicitly ask for the bubbles like yeah. pearls or the tapioca balls or whatever we're calling them, but come on, it's called bubble tea. Why wouldn't they put bubbles in there? Yeah. Or she should have asked me. I'm what would sa- you rate this? A five-star experience, Ollie? Oh,
1: I mean, actually I'm a bit torn because I wouldn't say it's neither. I wouldn't give five-star because the girl was like, okay.
0: And she didn't give me my tissue pack, which, was included anytime you purchase five dollars or more and for those who know in singapore you can't go anywhere without a set of tissues because they never serve napkins anywhere this is a one star experience
1: okay i would say it's a solid two to three star for me but i i feel like we're gonna break the system now because i'm gonna go home (laughs) <laughs> and write a review You are going
0: to be the one three-star review guy
1: <laughs> Which will not really affect the average Which is 2.7 right now
0: Exactly but, yeah. Well, I'm going to pull it down So it <laughs> just, might be 2.6
1: uh, After my one-star review mm. I have to say This is a bit different from what I'm used to I can definitely feel like I'm eating cheese
0: Really? I can't taste any cheese with Mark, mine. I mind.
1: I was going to say Ollie, let's swap okay. Never mind the COVID Yeah, yeah I guess at this point we're dead Both Yours is like nothing. Yours tastes cheesy. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: yours like, is delicious. Yes. I would give yours a five star experience.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm not rating the drink. I'm rating the service. Like the, the drink is exactly what it's supposed to be. I think this is good stuff.
0: I think that drink is excellent. It's like cheesy avocado, milky, yeah, with brown sugar yeah, and bubbles. Pearls. It's my pearls. <laughs> my cheesy green tea just tastes like green tea, and there are no pearls.
1: So now you know you need to know what you want in these kind of places there were probably 80 options on that menu of drinks
0: and actually if you count different ice levels and sugar levels and toppings probably like 500 different permutations
1: Yeah.
0: outraged
1: <laughs>
0: i need to stop hating on them totally my fault but i'm such a bad order when it comes to food i feel like this always happens to me i don't read or follow instructions very well. Although I was very proud of myself for noticing the sugar level and the ice level, and I was very explicit about that. I said, normal ice, zero percent. And then just completely forgot about the pearls. All right, Ollie, now that I'm back home and I've had a chance to calm down a little bit over my outrage at not having the pearls in my bubble tea, I can say that I would actually go back to that shop. And, and try my luck. I think I know exactly how to order. I feel more confident in my skills. And and I'm a little bit cooler now. I, I would not give them a one-star review. How about you?
1: I think I, I stick to my guns in the sense that I think it's a solid three-star.
0: <laughs> you really are going to throw off their entire rating system. You're going to be that guy with a three-star review. And they're like, man, this guy needs to put a stake in the ground. Five stars or one star? What is this average three-star review?
1: I, I can appreciate how for like maybe some... Let's say you have a, any car service like Uber or Grab here in Singapore, that if you don't give a five star, it means that something went wrong, essentially, because their business is directly related to the ratings because of the algorithm, as opposed to people just watching its review and saying, well, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't go.
0: Right. So I guess most places typically have a U-shaped review curve anyway, but... Yeah, I would go back to this place or, you know, there's so many other bubble tea shops, as we mentioned, Ali. The craze is all over Asia. So you have some of the most popular tea shops from China, like Gong Cha or Hey Tea. And so there's just too many bubble tea shops to pick a three-star cafe. So Ali, maybe we need to try somewhere else. I'm open though, I'm flexible. All I know is that I will never forget to ask for pearls in my drink.
1: Yeah. One thing I really enjoy is that you can get to customize it pretty much. So in the sense of how much sugar you want. And that means what percentage, like in 20%, 40% and the same for the ice. But they do charge you more if you order less ice. Really? Yep.
0: It's because they don't want to give you as much liquid.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, it is like thirty cents more expensive or something. I mean, just just for reference, uh, roughly the the teas we got were roughly I think four bucks each. Point. Yeah, yeah. And I also mentioned like this is something that people take at any time. It's not just like a dessert or a breakfast thing. We actually had it after. I had it after lunch. Stacy had it as a lunch.
0: Yes, and that's a good point, Ollie. That was a time that for both of us who are super sensitive to caffeine is right on the cusp but when i stop drinking because otherwise i will be kept awake all night even just with tea
1: yeah and this is something that really i I made this mistake a few months back right after we went back to normal i think and i met with a friend for dinner she and i usually will get bubble tea we will maybe meet earlier usually so we'll have it at the afternoon or even after lunch and this time we met for dinner around like 8 p.m. plus and she was like oh let's get bubble tea I was like yes of course like always and I found myself later at night I was I was in bed and tossing and turning and I couldn't fall asleep and I was so wired up and I ended up looking it up so do you think that bubble tea has as much caffeine as a cup of coffee I think it's less than coffee
0: typically coffee has a lot more caffeine no
1: well you would be wrong then because in average it has more than a cup of coffee actually it can have <sighs> like 50 percent more coffee than a can of Red Bull.
0: Oh, no. No wonder I've been feeling so jittery after, all
1: Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting these numbers from some studies that some Taiwanese university did on their bubble tea consumption, and I'm guessing it's very similar to here, but it's crazy. And and this is on top of all the sugar it has, right? So this is a cocktail for excitement, <laughs> and fire in your brain so i really recommend it if you need to like dial up the notch on your days things are going slow bubble tea is the way to go just not at night
0: wow okay well that makes so much sense and i'm pumped because i'm about to go on a hike Ollie. so i'm so glad that we had that bubble tea so i have the energy and stamina to go now hike whatever five kilometers
1: okay that sounds great so I think this is all we have for today in terms of bubble tea. Uh, We're going to have a a few more episodes coming up. And let's see what we have next time.
0: All right. Thanks for coming on our bubble tea adventure with us.
1: Hope you enjoy it. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.